What's going on, comic fam? It's your boy, the Bearded Comic Bro, and I am back for another creator interview. And today we have Justin Bartz. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, I'm so excited. I I almost didn't want to have you on because your beard intimidates me, and that doesn't usually happen. <laughs> this has been trimmed up. Like it used to be about five inches longer. So this is uh, trying to look nice. Oh, well, man, oh, I'm honored to have it. Uh, you, not very often uh, are there better beards on my podcast and my show, but I think you might you might be in the running for it today. So, <laughs> but I'm just, oh, I'm excited. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you about <laughs> comics. Um, gotten to read some of your stuff and things you, you know, you've been working on. Before I hop into anything though, my first question I always ask people is, how did you get into creating comics? Um, well, I started, uh, reading comics as a kid. And then, uh, when I hit high school, I got 16 you know, I had a car, I had a guitar. So comics kind of found their way to the side cause I had bands and I was, you know, chasing girls. And after a few years being in bands and stuff, uh, I hit about 27 years old. So about 2013, 14 ish, uh, when I was with my wife, <clears throat> Uh, I was working a 12 hour job uh, running machines and I was bored to death. And I had this idea just in my head um, of these characters and stuff. And so I would tell myself stories to entertain myself running my machines. And then I started talking to my wife about it and started talking to friends about it. And they all told me that it was sounded like a good idea and concept. And so I just started kind of writing scripts and then I looked up how to write scripts and then, uh, yeah, I kind of just started putting it together and uh, my wife started reading them and she's always wanted to be an editor. So she started editing them and putting them together. And yeah, you know, five years later, here we are. So this is, this is kind of turned into a kind of a family business. It sounds like a little bit. Yeah. Um, I write it and create it and the wife makes it sound smart and good so that you guys see, obviously I'm terrible at talking smart and good. It's terrible literature. So, but yeah, she's the, she's the brains on making it uh, legible and readable for you guys. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Like it's so cool when you can find something that's a passion of yours and then you can share it with someone who's close to you, like your significant other. So that's, that's cool that you guys get to do that together. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, there's times like where we've been in like ridiculous fights over the comic, like not like it's over something stupid, like if he could transform or not, like we've been in absolute fights about it. And every time she ended up being right. So I figured I should stick with her as the editor. Yeah, I mean, it's probably something that's good to learn right off the bat, right? Really early on. <laughs> Usually wrong. She's always right. So that's awesome, man. <laughs> Even in comics. <laughs> Even in comics. It translates. It transcends relationships to comics, too. That's hilarious. Um, so you sent me uh, a couple of your books that you've written and you've worked on. Um, but before we hop into that, I know you said just a little bit, you had this kind of a, this idea, these were percolating in your mind, like, Hey, I want to put this to pen and paper. And, uh, so how did you get, before we get into your comics, how did you get to the process of getting your comics created? Um, well, like I said, I started, uh, like looking into it. I just started Google searching, yeah. um, like how to write scripts and like how to make comics. And I started looking at indie publishers 
And then um, my first run, I, I came into this green, you know, I played guitar and was in band. So I was writing lyrics, not stories. And so um, I found an artist and uh, he kind of had already done a couple books and me and him worked on the first, like an issue zero. And okay. then, you know, I started, I learned a little bit from him and then our, our past didn't, uh, didn't work out working together. And so I moved on and found another artist and me and her, she's the one who did uh, Project Shadowbreed, the first five issues, volume okay. one. Uh, me and her, we knew nothing. And so we went into it together, learning a little bit more, learning a little bit more. And then uh, when we signed with the first indie publisher that was going to put us out, you know, I learned a little bit more of the business end. And then uh, when that one flopped, uh, I learned a little bit more of the business and uh, business plans and strategies. And um, it happened again with another indie publisher. And so that's when uh, I met Angel and uh, me and him started working together. And we kind of brought everything that he has learned on his side of the business of being an artist and everything I've learned in these five years. And that's how we got to starting amazing action comics. So and you kind of getting all this together. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you kind of went the route of getting connected with some indie publishers. Um, and it sounds like they kind of fell through at different points. And then you, so you collaborated with your friend Angel and we're like, Hey, why don't we just put it out ourselves? Let's create this company. Let's kind of create this brand and do it ourselves. Is that kind of what you're saying then happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I met Angel uh, when I was looking for another artist uh, for to do volume two of Project Shadowbreed. And uh, I found him on Twitter and he's in New Jersey. So we've technically never even met. We just talk on the phone and text like every day. He's like a like a girlfriend almost with me you know we always are texting each other talking with each other it's a second relationship but me and him uh for the last two years have been you know we've been putting out content we're doing the indie publishing we're doing the indie creator so we're me and him got our hands full together yeah so well let's talk then about some of the books um you were so gracious to send me uh some previews of your work so i could i could check it out and get to experience a little bit um and you've mentioned it already a little bit uh, Project Shadowbreed. Is this was this your first? Was that your first kind of foray into what you were writing down for comics? Then, yeah, that was uh, that's that's my baby. Um, it you know it started off as an idea, you know, playing in my head, standing at a you know a laser cutter for twelve hours a day, and just started going and going and growing, and yeah, and then it just turned into where we are now, and it's, I don't know, it's exciting. Like, I, I absolutely love just sitting down and writing, even if it's a story that's not going to come out for a long time. It's just exciting writing these characters. Right. So you've got, um, so I know I read Project Shadowbreed, and I read uh, Red Hyena, um, and they kind yep. of are intertwined. Are, are those your only projects right now, or do you have some other ones that you've written um, right now, like with Project Shadowbreed, I'm writing issue 20. We have Angel drawing, yeah, Angel is drawing uh, issues 6 through 10. And okay. then I have another artist who's doing 11 through 20. And he's also doing a Red Hyena series. So we have about 23 more books coming into this stuff. Uh, we, you know, it's, uh, to quote Fallout Boy, it's, uh, it's not a scene, it's an arms race. You know, right. we're trying to just stockpile ammunition and um we're doing it all our own out of our pocket we don't really do uh like kickstarters or anything and so 
we're just stockpiling uh, the issues. And so 2021, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming, both with Red Hyena, Project Shadow Breed, and then we have other titles that um, Amazing Action we've signed uh, to put out. So we have, we're now actually publishing other creators. That's awesome. So, because I think I read the first yeah, that- five issues of Project Shadow Breed, uh, and then three issues of Red Hyena um, from what you sent. And uh, I really dug it. But since I have you on, like, I could always like, oh, I can tell you what to do, but you know what it's about, but I have you who created this is your baby. So if someone's watching this interview for and have never, never heard of you before or hasn't heard of your projects before to give us a little pitch of what is Project Shadow Breed. Uh, Project Shadow Breed, um, easiest way to describe it. If you like the X-Files, if you like the A-Team, and if you just like cool 90s, dark Seattle grunge and werewolves, this is everything for you. Um, We set it in Seattle because I was always sick of New York and LA getting the attention. I wanted a dark, gritty, very 90s feeling like Blade, you know, A-Team, all that stuff, all the goods I grew up watching all of that wrapped into a comic. So to sum it up, you got werewolves, soldiers, high-tech mercenaries, evil corporations, and a whole lot of fun and action going on all in these pages. Man, that's, I mean, that's a great way to describe it. Now, you said though that you kind of, these were all ideas percolating in your mind when you were working on the line, uh, making machinery, you know, with the laser cutter where though there's got to be some basis because like that's such a an eclectic mix there has to be some basis of where this kind of spawned out of um yeah actually it all started when me and my brothers you know we grew up out in the sticks and uh we both we grew up watching the x-men and the blade movies and mortal Kombat, and so we started creating our own superhero team and my guy was a werewolf who could control his mutations kind of like an underworld my brother was uh, like a cheetah because he's always faster than me because I'm the big lumbering lumberjack brother. So he was the quick agile one. I was the big brute. And then our little brother who liked to climb trees, he would pretend to turn into like a spider, like a full blown spider. And so we were just run around and the story was we were created in a lab and that's kind of the basis. It's from my childhood. And then standing at that machine, I kind of just started going off of that and yeah here we are with the creation of syntech we got werewolf soldiers it's so much going on it's awesome dude that's great because i made a joke earlier about how this is a family business and then now it's just even solidified that even more because this <laughs> idea came from you yeah. spending time with your family uh and just being nerds which is fantastic which is awesome it's something that we all dream of i mean how many of us did that as kids like role play like oh well, i'm gonna be this and this and you just said all right cool I'm going to take that and now make it into a comic book. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, there's times where uh, both my brothers have read it and are like, dude, I remember talking about stuff like this. And the Red Hyena character, uh, she makes an appearance in issue four of Project Shadow Breed. Uh, When my dad read it, he called me and goes, you're the Red Hyena, aren't you? And I go, yeah, that's just me as a woman. That's literally me and my personality just... I just wrote it as a woman. And so it's a lot of fun because you can, if you know me, you get all the little jokes and innuendos and the stuff I have the artist draw into the background. It's all stuff from my childhood and growing up uh, in West Michigan. You know, I'm never going to be able to look at Red Hyena the same now because of that comment, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. I used my muse, uh, Rachel True from Half Baked. That's my girl from the craft and Half Baked. And then mm -hmm. I just put my personality in it. So, yeah, it's just me as a chick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. So you had Project Shadowbreed. You said that Red Hyena kind of made an appearance in issue four. Um, but then you have created a series of Red Hyena too. So what's that kind of a little bit about? Because they're interconnected worlds, obviously, but Red Hyena is kind of on their own. Um, so I guess more than just a female version of Justin, what is Red Hyena about? <laughs> uh, the Red Hyena, she is our, our most dangerous wild card. That's the best way to describe her. She goes where the money tells her to go. So you will see her making appearances uh, later on in future issues as an ally with uh, American Leroy, the main characters in Project Shadowbreed. Then you also see her as an antagonist against them, um, just because the money's right. So she's always going to be just following, uh, following them dollar bills, and she is a lot of fun. She plays by her own rules, um, as you can tell in the, her first miniseries, Head Games. Uh, in the first six pages, it kind of lets you know that she plays by her own rules and uh, nothing is off limits. I'll just put it at that. Yeah. 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 No, you, you're yeah. right. I, uh, getting to preview that, that's, that's a great way to describe that for sure. Um, so when it comes to doing like um, putting this together, obviously you created these stories. These are something that's been near and dear to your heart and your mind um, that you've created how do you come about of bringing a team on to help you out with the rest of the book? You know, like the stuff that you don't do, the art or the lettering and things like that. How do you, how do you form that team? Um, well, when I first started uh, a couple of years ago, um, you know, I was green. So I was just on Twitter and I was just following hashtags of art and I'd find artists that I liked and I'd start just liking them and kind of just following what they did. And then uh, if I felt like we could have a connection, I'd reach out to him. And uh, the first time I did it was with Stephanie. Um, she went by Magician's House on the Project Shadowbreed uh, project. I reached out to her, explained to me, explained to her what happened. And she had a similar story. We were both turned down from the same indie publisher. Hers was for the writing and mine was for the artwork. And so I was like, well, if they liked your art and didn't like your writing and they like my writing and didn't like the art that I used, let's come together. And so me and her came together and that's how we got the first project shadow breed out with the first five issues. And then the same thing happened uh, after she walked away. Um, I started on Twitter again, just kind of looking at different art and different art styles and forums and everything. And that's how I found angel. And I reached out to angel after checking out some of his stuff he was posting about projects he was working on. And you know, uh, we both had similar interests and I sent him scripts that I had written that was ready for the next stuff. And, he, you know, he fell in love with them and he read the first five issues of Project Shadowbreed and was like, hey, let's, you know, let's make something happen. And yeah, the rest wrote itself. And then when we wanted to expand on the uh, Red Hyena, it was literally the same thing. I had been watching um, this artist, Julian, on Twitter and I just reached out to him and sent him some scripts and sent him all of the stuff that we had previously written. And yeah, he, he fell in love with it too. And that's another person. He's over, he's across the pond. He's over in the UK. Okay. So it's another person. I don't, I've never met. Uh, we just talk through scripts and texts and, and Twitter. And the three of us are, uh, we're one hell of a tripod. We're making a lot of cool stuff for you guys. That's awesome. That's so cool to, to just kind of hear that. Um, so what was, so what was it like then that 
first moment you got some of those pages back when you had this creation in your head for so long that's so near and dear to you to then just see it on paper what was that like for you uh the first time i held project shadow breed number one uh in my hands when it came to from the indie publisher it was surreal like i i'm getting goosebumps talking about it like right? they came in the mail my wife my wife sent me a picture of them, of the boxes and a picture of the boxes opened. And I mean, I couldn't drive fast enough to get home that day from work. Um, and, you know, and I, you know, I picked it up and it said my name on it. You know, it was a character that I created and it was, it was jaw dropping. Like it was amazing. Um, and then uh, the next time when it happened, issue two came out, you know, it was almost like the same thing. Like, I'm like, I can't believe this feeling keeps happening. And then I had it on issue three, issue four and issue five. And it's when I got the trade paperback that you got to read the digital of, it has all eight issues. Um, mm -hmm. It's 200 pages and it's a big, thick book. And I was like, I can't believe this came from me. Like, this is incredible. So it's, it's amazing, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's, it is, it's a massive story. And I'm so, like I said, I'm so thankful that you sent it to me to read. Um, I felt so bad because I'm like, it's a long, it was a long for me to get through just because I was like, I don't, my times so I'm like, but I was like, I don't want to have you on until I can read through it because I'm like, I want to be able to, to know what you're talking about and going through with that. So, um, but man, yeah, that was, you, you're right. 211 pages, I think is what you said. And, um, but man, there's yeah, a lot. It's crazy. Those first five issues of Project Shadowbreed, I think each issue is almost 30 pages. So you're getting your you're getting your money's worth when you're picking up these issues. It's um it's not, you know, 15 pages full of ads. Right. It's 30 pages of action. Yeah, and that's it's intense. Um so got to ask Red Hyena There's a scene in your book at a museum and there is just this luscious bearded man looking like he's just coming out of water like something out of aquaman um where was that mindset from uh that was a couple years ago my in-laws just put up their pool and i had a big beard i mean it was bigger than this one and um if you remember the little mermaid movie when she comes out of the water and does a hair flip I was doing it with my beard. So I would come out of the water and throw it back and it would have just this big splash going with it. And my wife caught a beautiful picture of it. And when I was writing the red hyena, um, I always want to make an appearance in every story arc, not every issue, but every arc. And so in, in project shadow breed, I'm in issue five. And so I couldn't think of uh, a cameo for me for red hyena. And I saw that picture when I was scrolling through Facebook profile pictures. And I was like, oh, this could be a painting and she could steal it or just see it or something. And yeah, I sent it to the artist and I was like, can you work this into like the background? And when he sent me the actual page with it, there was a note that said, don't take this the wrong way, but I had to study your body for a while to get this to look just right. And, you know, it's so awesome. I, I love that picture of me and Red Hyena, like looking at it, it's it's like me looking at myself when you think about it, because right. I am Red Hyena. <laughs> it's, it's one of those like fourth wall breakers right there. It's Inception. It's like the artist, <laughs> the writer inside the character, inside the art. And um, 
no that's a fun <laughs> idea i think that's cool like when you are creating comics like man i want to have me kind of it's almost like the stan lee cameo right like that he was in every marvel movie like you couldn't it wasn't a big part but it's just something because you're like oh and i think that's a fun you know as your readers start to learn these things and and you have that following people start to go you're gonna get people that are gonna be on the lookout where's where's my bearded cameo like where's where's that luscious <laughs> beard po- gonna pop up next and um man that's just that's fun i think that's cool when you can get to do stuff like that um because i think the readers appreciate things like that my favorite was when uh when stephanie did the project shadow breed number five appearance for me she didn't tell me who my partner in crime was going to be and then when i saw it i had to ask her and confirm i don't know if you saw the reference to who i'm working with but it's the gordman's fisherman the guy in the yellow raincoat and everything So that's who she gave as my partner in crime. So it's me and the old fisherman. You and the fish stick guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. That's awesome. Yeah, I, and and then I get to squeal like a I get to squeal like a little narc, and then I get offed by my hero. So I mean, it's it's a great little scene for me. Right. That's what more do you want? You have a painting. You of can't ask for more. Stone. You have one where you get killed off and like you don't know what's going to happen next and that's what's fun <laughs> so i'm still ask- trying to figure out my appearance for arc two i haven't figured that out yet but i'm i'm i think i might be a gas station attendant i don't know yet and if you're watching this video or listening to the live you know to the stream leave a comment of what you think justin should be in a cameo of uh, and, and yes that, that is a great idea <laughs> thank you <laughs> It might not work, but let us know. You never know. <laughs> That's fun. So let me ask you this. And you said you guys, have you're creating this thing. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I'm just loving talking comics with you. Uh, you guys have created this. Uh, I talk all night, brother. <laughs> publishing about uh, amazing action comics. And you said you guys now have some, you've created a lot, you know, a lot of the stuff so far has been stuff you've created. Now you've got some other projects coming in um what's that like handling other people's property and doing that side of the business that's something that's not yours um it was exciting uh when angel first uh like sent me over the scripts that or not the scripts the actual comics from other people one it was crazy that we had people respond to our little publishing company taking on people we had i think four or five people send us stuff. And I'm like, that's crazy. I didn't think anyone would. And we ended up getting two stories that we both really loved. Um, He sent me everything. And I read the other ones. I'm like, hey, pass on this. Not really feeling this, but these two. And then he said the same thing. He's like, those are the two that I liked as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're called, one of the one is uh, Courage. Uh, It's a four part mini series. And we just released issue two uh, last week. And the other one is called Drunkard in Space. And that one is going to be coming out very soon as well. So you said uh, one's coming out soon, the Drunkard in Space. And then um, Courage is on issue two. Um, where, do you, where, where can people buy your guys' comics? Are you guys, are you guys in shops? Are you guys online right now? Are you, where, what's, what's the best way to people to get connected to your books? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, before COVID started, we were in, I think, 12 to 15 stores from New York to California. Um, 
Philadelphia, for some reason, I'm a Cowboys fan, but for Philadelphia, we have a big following there, which is weird. The, one of the stores kept selling out, which was awesome. Um, but right now, uh, since COVID kicked our butts and kicked yeah. everyone else's butts, uh, you can only you can reach out to us at amazingactioncomics.com. Um, right now, Project Shadowbreed number one and Red Hyena number one are both free downloads there. We also have a trade paperback with all eight issues. Uh, we have digital copies of all eight issues and of Courage. Um, we have prints available, uh, t-shirts, coffee mugs. We got everything at amazingactioncomics.com. Uh, you can also check out Project Shadowbreed on Facebook at Project Shadowbreed. Um, find us on Twitter at Project ShadowBR uh, because it wouldn't let me put the EED. So it's just Project ShadowBR. Um, and you can follow me at Peak Like Dante. And on the top of my head, I can't think of Angel and Julian's Twitter handles. And I am so sorry, but I will make sure I can tweet that stuff out. And we'll put, I'll put, after this, we, I'll do some editing. I'll put all the links in the video. Um, so if you guys are okay. like, I want to pick up, you guys can just click the link right below here. Um, you'll get all the links that we've just talked about and all the links that we've forgotten about. They'll be in there for you to follow along um, and, um, you know, figure that stuff out. So that's, that's cool. Like, yeah, I know that's i kind of started th doing these interviews when COVID hit because um my wife and i are big fans of going to comic cons and we were about to go to one in lexington and in march and two weeks before we were about to go the world shut down and this is like the longest i've been without going to a comic con and so for me i miss that interaction with creators and just trying to and so my mindset with doing this was like i want to just I want to kind of be like an artist alley and kind of like be a sounding board for people so we can try to have some type of con experience in the midst of this. So, um, you know, cause we, we miss getting to have those interactions with the creators. And I know as an indie publishing, like that's gotta be tough, you know, trying to, cause you guys probably hit the ground floor with the con scenes and stuff and pushing your books and stuff. So trying to find other yeah. avenues and venues to do that. Um, so yeah, oh yeah, it's cons where we were, wow, a bit tongue-tied. <laughs> cons were where we uh, made our most contact and uh, networking with fans and stuff. Um, it's it's hard to get someone just talking to them about an indie book to actually like look at it and actually buy it. But when you're there in person and I can put that book in your hand and you see the characters and you hear me talk about it, you know, that was the best way that we were um, getting the book out to people. And yeah, it's it's people like you who are helping us indie publishers and indie creators out. So I want to thank you and your wife and everyone involved with helping do this. Um, this is huge for all of us. So thank you. Yeah, no, it's our, it's our pleasure. I mean, just to get to have these conversations and things like that. Um, it's, it's been a blast. So, um, well, with that being said, I know we kind of talked about, um, before we wrap this up completely, um, like we know, I know where people can find some of your stuff. Now we have the links in, um, any final things that you just want to talk about, you want to share as we conclude up tonight? Man, just everyone be nice to each other. Everyone love everybody. That's all I want to say. Like, there's too much stupid shit going on. Yeah. Just everyone love everybody. Yeah. That's all. That's perfect word. So, man, Justin Bartz, thank you so much for just spending some time talking comic books. Um, guys, check out Shadowbreed, uh, Project Shadowbreed. Check out Red Hynia go to amazing action comics like i said check out click the links below um follow these creators look at what they got going on look at um the other books that they have out see if there's something that 
sounds interesting to you. And if this, you know, if these books were like, yes, this is it, man, go out and support your creators. Um, that's why we do it, right? We love reading comics. So uh, again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, hopefully you all can find some time to curl up, grab a book and nerd out. Peace. Hey, thanks for having me. Take care, guys. Read something amazing. <laughs>